the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome to It's Your Life, and I, I'm J.C. Cooley. And I am Ray Leonard Jr. And I'm glad to be back home here in, in sunny California. I'm glad to have you back here. Yeah, I'll tell you, just uh, over the last week or so, we've been extremely busy ourselves. Uh, we did uh, the J.C. Cooley Foundation Youth Inspirational Breakfast. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. We had a good turnout. Uh, uh, we also we had uh, Chaparral High School. Uh, we spoke there in a jam-packed house. I mean, I tell you, it was absolutely marvelous. Um, we uh, also uh, we uh, had Read Across America. Uh, I mean, uh, it was Dr. Seuss Day, and I tell you, uh, we went to a couple of schools, read to some first graders, and first graders, uh, very interested, they asked some very intriguing questions, which kind of, Oh, y'all, God, sometimes. I can imagine. And, and you know, Cat in the Hat was one of the first rappers ever. <laughs> I mean, his stuff was amazing. <laughs> so Dr. Seuss, uh, I mean, uh, has some amazing, wrote some amazing books that uh, a lot of Americans, a lot of our youth had an opportunity to reexamine those over uh, the last week or so. so. Right. So so how, how was that with you working with the uh, first graders? Well, now, first- I know I... I, I Four kids myself, so sometimes you need a little patience. <laughs> and and they ask the the craziest questions, and and you know the innocence that they have is amazing to hear. And they talk to you, and they have no fear of telling you what they really think about you. Well, I tell you, uh, we've been doing this for quite some time now, so we get an opportunity to visit uh, a lot of the, uh, the elementary schools, and I get an opportunity to talk to some of these first graders, and I kind of. Kind of put them at ease. I called them up there and kind of interviewed them. You know, asked them what what do you want to be in life? Well, I want to be a a doctor when I grew up. So right. it just you, you you develop the patience as you go and that and the vibes that you get from it. That's good. I mean, because that's the, the what we want to inspire these these young folks to have that uh, have that desire and that thought process that they can be whatever they want to be that they can have, you know, the opportunities that, you know, before when we were growing up that we didn't think we had. And so now, uh, you know, with, with you and I coming to the show, it's your life to tell everybody that, you know, you only, we only have one to live, and we want to live it to the best of our abilities. And we want to make sure that, you know, we're providing the opportunity and the space for people to be, feel confident to live their best life. Speaking of that, that's, that takes us directly into our first segment. Uh, oh, we did that so smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ray, today I want to talk about uh, life. And life, what I mean, uh, life is an acronym, which stands for love, investment, family, and empowerment. And I, I, I want the audience uh, to understand that, uh, wow, first of all, it's a, it's a chapter in my book. If you don't already have it, uh, go out and get the book. You can get it at anywhere. The web books are sold, especially Amazon. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey. That, that ain't over yet. That ain't over yet. I gave you a free plug already. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, let's, let's talk about the first uh, acronym, uh, which is love. Uh, love, I always in, encourage people that in order for you to even understand what love is, you got to first love yourself. Uh, it's, 
I believe it's virtually impossible for you to love anything unless you understand that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great when you speak about that. Um, and it's, it's funny that you use because you're, you're a Navy guy. <laughs> and so I know the military, especially the Navy, loves to use the acronyms and, mm. and everything. It makes life easier when you actually have that, that, that quick re- reference tool. And you talk about love and, and what love means, means to you and how you actually have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. Um, I think that's uh, you know, the, the core of, of who we are as a people. Um, you know, um, you got to have that self-love and self-expectation, uh, self-esteem is one of the hardest things to, to garner because there's so much negativity in life. And it makes it hard for sometimes for us to love ourselves. But when we believe and we define ourselves by our, our core beliefs and we're happy about who we are as a person, it makes it much easier to, for us to express that to other people. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things that I think that we really need to express uh, in order for you to get an understanding of this, uh, you first have to come to the realization uh, of who you are, meaning that you have to know who you are. You have to know the good, the bad, the endeavors. What keeps you up at night? What What are you afraid of? You have to be able to identify all of those things, whether they are good or whether they are bad. Uh, and I think that's that's a blueprint of reaching out and getting an opportunity to really know what defines you. Right. So, so, what, so, what do you think that comes from? Like, like, how how do we find out how to love ourselves? Well, I believe that you know. Uh, it's, it's already within us uh, of what that means. We just have to dig deep inside uh, to determine some of the things that, uh, that keeps us from getting to that next level, uh, that keeps us from, you know, want to go out and smile and help others. So by knowing yourself, you know, that brings you to the next portion of it. Once you identify all of these things, you know, good, bad, and different. You have to accept who you are. You know, you have to accept all of these things. Right. Uh, just accept that, you know, if uh, a lot of people have problems with, uh, well, I'm not tall enough and I'm not this, I'm not that. And, you know, uh, accept who you are, accept who God made you to be. You know, so you have to accept those things. I think that's a good point that you make because. It's so easy for everyone to look at what they think the perception is of what they should be and hear what's, what's idealistic. But like we talk about all the time, I say, you know, we all have our individual fingerprint because we are meant to be different. We're meant to be excited and to accept and embrace who we are as a person because we leave our own mark on the world. You know, everybody comes in here with, with a different path. And... I think that's one of the biggest things. I mean, from, from my kids and the kids I coach and talk to, that becomes one of the biggest issues is that they think what they see if what's on marketed on TV is with the image of who they should be rather than being who God ordained them to be or, you know, what, they, what their own path was. And so um, the more we can be, make sure that we are accepting of each other, make sure that, you know, our own individuality is, is, is encouraged and promoted, I think we'll be in a better place. And I believe um, that, you know, once you accept all of those things, especially you brought up some great points, once you accept that this is who I am, then you have to love who you are. You have to love everything about you because, I mean, you are you. And once you're able to, just like I mentioned in the beginning, once we're able to love who we are, it's easier for us to, give love to someone else. Right. I, I believe life is all about um, showing respect, showing love to everyone. Um, the best definition of love that I have ever heard was love is, is all about showing respect for somebody else, regardless of what your beliefs are. Right. And so I'm going to play the devil's advocate on that a little bit too. Because I, I I know we're talking about positivity because you and I are both positive guys, but what about the the kid that's born into into poverty, the kid that's born into disability, the kids that have to deal with things that say why me? How do how do how do they have that thought process of uh, I can love myself when it seems that the society society as a large is not going to love you? Well, 
I believe that uh, we all are born in certain situations and certain circumstances. Um, you know, as as you know, that I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Uh, but I believe that we all have birthrights. It doesn't matter where you was born or what situation, circumstances you were born in. And birthrights are confidence, courage, hope, belief, but most importantly, faith. I believe that if you believe in, in faith and if you believe in the betterment of yourself, you're going to find it within you to understand your purpose or what you were put here for. And so when we talk about that, is it the, I guess, the right or, or the, or the you know, path of someone that lived before you to encourage that and to bring that out of, out of a young person that's just, just getting started? Well, a lot of times, Ray, uh, it's, uh, we, we don't have uh, you know, our family members to, to encourage us, and we have to learn. It's, but I, I believe that it's going to come a time as you grow and mature that you're going to understand that, hey, I do have purpose, and I will be somebody, you know, so. But I tell you what, Ray, we, we're going to cut this segment short because we got to take a station break. Yeah, I think that was, that was a good <laughs> conversation. We was going into some deep philosophy, and, philosophical and, stuff, and, and we can like talk some about Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates <laughs> stuff that I love. Yeah. So, but we, we'll pick that up in a minute. Um, okay. But uh, also we're going to bring on Dr. Joy Wright. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, let's take a station break. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life, and I'm James Cooley. And I'm Ray Leonard Jr., and I was just dancing to our song, that ain't no stopping us now. (laughs) Love that. Oh, yeah. You know, this this is great. So, uh, Ray, we, we left off we were talking about uh, um, life, and we were just finishing up the little portion of it. Right. The, the key takeaway is before you can love anybody else, you must love yourself. But, Ray, there's, there's other things that goes into the acronym life that I think that we need to touch bases a little bit with our audience to, uh, to get them an understanding right. of the full picture. And... Um, I, the next portion of life is investment. And investment, many times you mention investment, people immediately think that you're talking about money. Right. But this investment is, uh, if you do it right, money could come later. But it's investing in yourself to be a better person, to make uh, you a better person educationally uh, and anything that you do in life. So, I like to encourage, I mean, especially our youth that are listening, the parents that are listening on here, investment, first of all, um, you have to invest in education, I believe. I believe education is the foundation of everything that we do. And so, as you know, I I, I went to school for about 30-something years. Yeah, I got like 97 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I got one. <laughs> But but I believe uh, education is, is a key to everything that we do. And so not only just that, and our youth out there that's listening, I'll invest in doing your chores, your homework, your the things that your parents uh, 
tell you that you need to do, and they should not have to tell you because if you're building a strong foundation, you want to invest in making that foundation as big as possible, even though you might not, let's say, if you got a gigantic foundation and you're building a little bit of house at that time, um, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you always going to have that little house because you can always add on to these things by investing into a lot of things that's going to make you better. Right. I, I, I love that you say that because I always ask, what is your personal investment, your personal bank account look like? <laughs> not your not not your bank account that Wells Fargo or one of these other companies has your personal bank account. That means how did you invest in yourself? What did what, what did you put into the core of of you as a person? And what we put in there and what we build upon is what we be able to give back. Because if you have an empty self, you have an empty bank account of yourself, then you're not able to give it to anybody. So you first have to invest into yourself, right? You, you got to make sure that you have a good core. You got to make sure that you're uh, are loaded. With, with enough to give back to someone else before you can pass anything out and out, right? Because nobody, nobody wants to come from an empty personal bank account. That means that, that your values, that everything else that you put into yourself to be able to give back to someone else wasn't sufficient enough. So, you know, that means that you have to invest in every portion of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, right. in order to give you the right foundation to grow into being a successful at whatever you choose to do. And yeah. success comes in different ways. It all depends on what, what's important to you. Right. I mean, for, for a long time, I didn't invest in myself. So I, I, t- I take this personally because once I started to invest in myself, I was able to be a better father, a better husband, a better businessman. And now talking about investing in yourself and having a great outcome, our, our guest, Dr. Joy Wright, like, like she invested in herself and her family and her kids are are super TikTok stars and and, and great educated kids and like, like the bar is set like way high. Let's <laughs> like, not get let's not give it away until we until we bring her. Oh, okay, I'm I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying she, she put a lot in her personal bank, <laughs> and I, and I'm I'm trying to get a little bit of that for myself so I can grow <laughs> as a person. JC, and, and, and that brings us into the next uh, portion of life, which is family. Yes, I mean so family. You invest in family. Uh, family should always be able to talk to each other, uh, even though our kids sometimes uh, we don't know which path they are on. We know what we try to put in them. Uh, you know, so uh, you're absolutely right. We invest in family, and we try to give them the right foundation and the right love and attention that they need, uh, the right nourishment yeah. to grow up to be successful. Uh, but what if you don't like your family sometimes? Well, <laughs> You know, it's, that happens. I mean, that happens uh, in, in a lot of families. But uh, all of those things happening when you're growing up, when you're trying to um, uh, figure out what you want to do and there might not necessarily be in agreement with, with what your parents, uh, your sisters and brothers want to do. But I, I learned that over time all of that changes as right. you mature. So family is, is, is very important in, in the structure of life. See, that's why I lean on you for that wisdom. Because <laughs> 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 sometimes it, 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 my patience is tried with the family. I mean, I love my family, but sometimes I don't like them. <laughs> but we, but like I said, like you said, it, over over time, and you work with it. You have to invest in the family because everything is not going to work out perfectly all the time, just like you wanted to. And, and it's not. It's not. It's not going to work out as, as as we always want. But I tell you, over time, if you, I believe that, uh, and I, I don't want to quote. Proverbs uh, 2022, but if if you put the right things in our kids or our family when they are growing up, and if you water in the right ways, a lot of times they might walk away from whatever that is. But if you put the right ingredients in them, they always come back. Always come back. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. They always come right. back. And so what do you do with that? As he's talking about the how, how you, you know, make, them, make sure they come back to you. Just always give them what they want, or do you empower them to be better? Well, I'm glad you mentioned empowerment because that's uh, uh, the last uh, acronym uh, in life. Empowerment. We we want to empower them to do the right thing. We want to empower them to make decisions uh, that's going to benefit them because we're not always going to be there to catch them when they fall. 
And you, our kids are going to fall just like we, we fell. But one thing that we want to try to encourage them is not to fall off the Empire State Building or fall off the roof of a house. Uh, if, if we let them fall, we just want them to fall off the bed. I fell off my bunk bed when I was like four years old because I thought, you know, my, they told me I could be whatever I want to be. So I said I want to be Superman. So I put a towel around my neck and jumped off the bunk bed and I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, I want to I, I want to kind of close this segment up. Right. Ray, because I, I want to get Dr. Joy right in here. But I uh, just want to leave our audience. Life stands for love investment, family, and empowerment. And I think that if we understand those things, uh, that we can build a great foundation uh, to do great things in life. Wonderful. Yeah. Love it. Life. (laughs) Hey, Ray, I want to, you know, I'm just uh, fascinated uh, with Dr. Joe. I've been knowing her for quite some time. A very interesting uh, uh, lady. I mean, uh, a friend of both ours. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know a family. They know us. And uh, uh, she's doing some great things. But people need to understand that, I mean, success do not always come easy. And that uh, sometimes we are cast with adversity where we have to find ourselves to regroup. So I, I want to read uh, a little bit about Dr. Joy, before we bring watch, because she's going to start blushing. Cause she's, she's, <laughs> she's a humble person, and she wants that, but, but the things that she's done is amazing. Our, fa- our, our family out there, uh, let me tell you about Dr. George. Dr. George Wright was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, with three brothers and two sisters. She graduated from the United States Navy Academy. Woo! Navy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she was selected uh, to uh, attend flight school. It's going to get interesting because uh, you guys are getting ready to find out some, some extraordinary stuff. So she attended flight, flight school in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, she earned her Naval Flight Officer wings and served as an active duty officer flying the F-14, the Tomcats. <laughs> you know. She was selected to be part of an integration of women on aircraft carriers and served on the USS Roosevelt as the first female in the ship company. I don't, I don't think they heard that. <laughs> the first female in the company of about 6,000. Yeah, with men. So so after serving eight years in active duty, Dr. George was diagnosed with lupus and was medically retired from the Navy. Although she loved serving in the military, she also loved the training program she provided on active duty. She decided to go to graduate school and attain a master's degree in psychology and a doctorate degree in organization development to continue training. She has over 17 years of experience in consulting with the military, corporate section, and nonprofit. Dr. Wright and my partner, Ray Leonard Jr., Ray Leonard Jr. Yes, it's me. <laughs> uh, they co-founded the Lunch Team Consulting and provides consulting to military and many, pro- many corporate organizations designing and providing leadership and management training programs that includes diversity, inclusion, and training, facing adversity training, and high-risk uh, behavior prevention. Without any further, we're going to introduce Dr. Wright, but Doc, uh, just a little bit, because we're going to take a t- station break, but just tell them a little bit about you. Okay, first of all, it's an honor to be on the show. It's your life with you two uh, gentlemen. Um, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, just a little background with um, my family. I was uh, blessed to be raised in a family. You, you said I had three uh, brothers and two sisters, and uh, my parents were instrumental in inspiring us to uh, do what we wanted to do, and education was very important to them. So uh, before we take a break, just to give you a little background about the brothers and sisters so you, uh, you understand when I had to make that transition, it was uh, very difficult. i tell you what, why don't you hold that and we're going to take a station Absolutely. break. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to uh, talking and, 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 and hearing all about Dr. Joy. Great. Thank you. <laughs>
James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life and I'm J.C. Cooley. And once again, I am Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, I tell you, we started a very interesting segment uh, with uh, Dr. Joy Wright. Uh, Dr. Joy, as as we were going to station break, you was getting ready to tell us a little bit about your brothers and sisters, and then we go into your story. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my family. Um, you mentioned in your book, Country Boy, City Boy, that um, the acronym with life and family is one of the letters in there. And so family's always been very important to me, and I was raised with parents that inspired us to do what we dreamed of doing from a very young age. And so my oldest brother, um, Jim, is a, a co-owner um, at Birmingham Braces in, in Birmingham, Alabama. My uh, next brother, Christopher, is Dr. Christopher Bloom. He's a clinical psychologist in Huntsville, Alabama. And then I have Dr. Helen Bloom um, Smith, and she is in Birmingham, Alabama, working at the VA. She also attended the Naval Academy and um, <laughs> went to dental school and has been serving as a dentist. And then I have Dr. Bonnie Bloom, and she is a veterinarian in Texas, in Dallas. Um, and I told you about all the dentistry. Actually, she specializes in root canals and dental work on animals. And, and uh, so she is doing that. And then Dr. Mac Bloom is uh, in Gardendale, Alabama, and he's a dentist serving um, his patients there in Gardendale, Alabama. So uh, my parents taught us from a young age, if you have a dream, that's what you're going to follow. And we went into professions based on that. And for me, it was flying. I, um, in middle school, started going to the Blue Angels air shows in Pensacola, Florida. And I fell in love with it and said, that's what I want to do. And my mom said, nothing should stop you. That's follow that path. And she was smart. She took us to my sister and I to Annapolis, Maryland in the summertime with all the sailboats and warm weather and um, fell in love very quickly with the Naval Academy. And um, that was the path that I went on for the next probably eight, nine years and went to the Naval Academy, served, graduated, went to flight school. And while I was serving on active duty, um, about seven years in, I was diagnosed with uh, an autoimmune disease called lupus. And I found out my career was going to end. And it was heartbreaking. It was, uh, to me, a big roadblock. And I wish your book was out at that time and I could have read some of the inspiring (laughs) messages you had and very quickly would have seen, like, love and investment and family and empowerment, how important those things are versus what I had developed that time, which was my identity. My identity was in flying. Um, And so for me... At that time, I'm like, okay, I have to shift gears. And was, was I grieving? Yes. And was I sad that this, you know, it, you, you look and say, why me? And it was my parents and a very su- supportive husband, uh, Will, that made me look at what else I loved. What are these other passions? But let's, let's talk, talking about setting the bar high and about being able to express and think that you can do whatever you want to do. Um, no, yeah, becoming a, a, a female pilot back then, that, was, that wasn't a thing in the Navy, right? Right. So I was a naval flight officer, and the combat exclusion law was lifted in 1993, which was the year I graduated from the Naval Academy. So when I was watching those Blue Angels air shows, it wasn't open to me to be in the backseat like Goose on Top Gun. Although it was a dream, it wasn't something I could do, and that changed the year I graduated from the Naval Academy. So these doors kept opening. So when those closed, it was very hard to understand initially. So what was it that was instilled in you that made you believe that you can actually do it when the doors weren't open to you? Um, that perseverance, um, hope, faith, the, the things that you mentioned already that um, in an earlier segment that how important that was. I had uh, our entire family had that tremendous faith that you can achieve 
and you don't sit back and let it come to you, you persevere and, and be active in achieving that. And that's my parents instilled that in us from a very young age. Uh, the sister that was the vet that always talked about animals and would hold any animal, you know, and brought home a lot of stray animals. Her dream was to be that. And she followed that because that inspiration from my parents of keep going, you know, um, my mom was the first uh, female in Alabama to get two master's degrees in speech pathology and audiology. So it was in her. She never talked about it. She never talked about those degrees that she had. I actually didn't find out that she had two until she passed away in 2016, and I read about it. Uh, so her, her big thing was follow your love because you want to help people. And, and so I think that's what helped me with my transition eventually. That's amazing because uh, you, you you guys are, are trailblazers, and, and I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a girl dad. I have I have two daughters, so you know I I always promote to my daughters they can be whatever they want to be. They can, you know they're powerful women, and I love it. And and to hear stories about you know your your mother being such a strong person, and uh, you know her getting her degrees, and and but still having her identity based in in who she was as a person, but encouraging her young daughters to be better. It's, it's exciting to see because I think the more we put that information and that energy out there, uh, the the more encouragement we have, the empowerment we have, like we talked about, for, for kids going forward. Absolutely. And I've listened to you encourage both of your daughters and, and, and your wife, Stacy, how instrumental y'all are in that inspiration. And for you, JC, at the breakfasts, how many youth you reach and inspire them on all those Saturday breakfasts, my kids included. I have a son that's a freshman at Yale right now, and he attended the breakfasts and got to you got to bring him up and do a leadership speech, which you empowered him to to do more and be more and help people. And so I, I think that sometimes it's words, whether it's your parents, it's a leadership breakfast, um, it's words on the radio, that if we open our ears and listen to that, that – um, it's easy when that, you know that happened. I had that big roadblock to say, you know, well, this path is closed. I can't do what I dream of doing. And I had these siblings that were continuing on their paths. But it was those words of inspiration that ultimately helped me get over some of that adversity because I went down a path of helping and training people, which ultimately, and Ray knows, that's what I love to do. I, although maybe on a clear blue sky day like today in Southern California. I might miss being up in the jet, but my passion is people and helping people. You know, um, you, you mentioned uh, that uh, you had to stop. Sometimes, and I, I like to say this, sometimes uh, the good Lord um, kind of takes something away from us temporarily because there's something better that he has for you to do. And I know that... Uh, the training, the consulting, and all of those types of things, because, I mean, I, I know I know what you guys do, uh, that bring probably just as much joy to you, and I did say joy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always a good pun to use that. Uh, to, uh, I to want you. my new You bring me joy. <laughs> and you're helping uh, uh, a tremendous amount of uh, folks discover who they are and teaching them certain t- types of things. What would you say to uh, some of our youth or any other that might want to pursue flying like you did? I mean, what was the determining factor We said, I want to be a, a, a pilot? So whatever career it is, if you're in high school or um, middle school and you're dreaming about flying or dreaming about the Navy or being a Navy SEAL or whatever that job is, um, ask questions. Ask uh, people in the community. Uh, I love when a high schooler comes up to myself or my husband and asks me more about flying in the F-14 or flying jets and what do I need to do to get there. And ultimately, that's probably what I love the most. I've said I love training. So I love mentoring someone to go down that path. And really, when we talk about the roadblock, probably that is my biggest passion because when we've done speeches and gone on to bases and uh, some of the young sailors come up and they ask about different paths and what they can do. Uh, we love that. We love that opportunity to maybe say something that could make a difference in their life long term um, as far as a career. And I, like I said, I was blessed with parents that did that from an early age for me, but I don't think it has to be parents. It can be just like I said, a breakfast. Um, if you listen to him speak, uh, I, I tell him every time if I'm sitting in the audience, I'm motivating. I'm ready to go 
you know, tackle another thing, go back and get another degree. He is very motivating. So it's words and listening up and asking the right people questions. And if it's um, sending an email to you two or um, asking people in that career path, I think that that's the way to go. So I I have a question for both of you because both of you guys have multiple degrees and (laughs) you both are Navy veterans. Um, What, what did you learn from, from, from the military that, that got at you uh, from today? Well, I learned discipline and I I learned uh, respect uh, because uh, when you first come in the military, whether you're an officer or an enlisted, uh, every word that's going to come out your mouth, because you're trained to say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. I mean, so discipline, I think, is the key to everything in the military uh, form a country boy uh, that was saying y'all and and all that (laughs) into, uh, you know, doing the right things and saying the right things. Right. I mean, I'm talking about but actually doing, doing the right thing and being that constant uh, role model because you never know who's watching you. Right. How about you, Doctor? I think discipline, definitely respect, um, and then your people, taking care of personnel. Like, that, you know, we look at the, the cost of these jets and the aircraft carriers, but at the end of the day, if you don't have the resiliency of your personnel that you're working with and you don't take care of your people – so for me, not only when I was active duty, but probably uh, in the consulting that we're doing is really inspiring anybody, whether it's a chief or a commanding officer, or division officer, whoever it is, look at your most important uh, pers- thing in the Navy. And it's not necessarily the jet, it's your people and taking care of people. Well, just speaking of uh, the consultant, how could, if, if we have listeners that want to know a little bit more about what you guys are doing, how, how would... Uh, they find out and what can you guys do to help them out absolutely our um, company is called launch team consulting and our website is launchteamconsulting.com and uh, Ray and I can tell you a little bit about the different things we do Um, we do some diversity and inclusion training and our style is edutainment which is educational and fun we we try to be interactive with the audience I tell jokes sometimes (laughs) and I'm obviously you can you can hear that (laughs) Because, I mean, when you learn, I want to be so, entertained, uh, you know. When, so, so uh, while I tell you, we're going to take a break. Uh, but um, uh, toward the end, let's let's talk a little bit more about that. But right now we want to bring uh, two other guests on and um, uh, introduce them very shortly. We're going to bring on Michelle and Deneen. Deneen. All right. Okay. Pay the bills. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life, and I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, I tell you, we have a fantastic show. I, I want to introduce you guys to these two young ladies, All right. I met them at the gym, and actually, they was at one of my programs this past week. I was so fascinated that I invited them on the show uh, to uh, talk a little bit about uh, family and fitness. So, uh, first of all, uh, I want to welcome Michelle Horton. She is from Fort Meade, Maryland. She has four siblings. Hometown. Uh, she, <laughs> she attended the, the University of Maryland at College Park. Uh, she's a mom with two. Uh, she gave birth to... Uh, her son, and, and with a, a great and kind heart, she went out and adopted uh, uh, her daughter. So uh, 
uh, I'll tell you, that was a birth within 30 days and adoption within 30 days. So Zero to two. <laughs> Zero to two. Well, there <laughs> then we also have uh, Deneen Denham from, from Shottown. Yes. Yeah, Chicago yes. in the house. Uh, she's a, a graduate of uh, Oak Park River High School. Um, she got a, a BA in, 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 in television production and communications. Uh, she's a fitness expert and uh, a fantastic person. You, you have uh, how many sons? Three sons? Three boys. Three boys. <laughs> Three Woo! boys. Man. Yes. Yes. Uh, son Ricky, Bryce, and Jaden, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And we, we, we are so happy that, to, to have you here. And you, uh, Jane was the president of Mocha Moms in Temecula, too. I was. I was. I was. That was several years ago, but it was a, a great experience. Met some great moms, and we are still friends to this day. Our kids grew up together, and they are still friends, even when they haven't seen each other in a while they get right back together again like they just saw each other yesterday so my, my wife is a latte mom because she joined too <laughs> <laughs> yes everybody light-skinned everybody's welcome. <laughs> hey welcome to the show uh, thank you thank I, I, you I, I want uh, our, our audience to understand uh, we they was at uh, my program my Saturday program inspiration program and they spoke and they they talked about we talked about a segment in life but they came up with a alternate uh, segment with using life that requires fitness and family. So uh, uh, we're going to start off with you, uh, Michelle. Yeah, I loved your acronym of life, and I just wanted to piggyback, you know, off of that. Like you said, the L uh, stood for. Um, you know, loving yourself, and I just wanted to piggyback and saying, you know, love for fitness, you know, and grab a partner. Um, it's not easy to continue, you know, your routine, whether it becomes dull, but we definitely need it, you know, in life every single day. So grab a partner and find that love for fitness. You know, you said invest. Invest in yourself for fitness, you know. If you go ahead and you lose weight along the way, consider that a bonus. Because your goal is really a strong heart and strong body. Losing the weight, losing those calories, that's your bonus. And then also for F for family, get your family involved. Like I told you that day that I met you, I got home at 8 o'clock at night, and I asked my kids, all right, what fitness did you do today? What, anything, and, you know, anything that required some energy besides two thumbs on your phone. And they said, Mom, we didn't do anything. So I said, strap up your, you know, your tennis shoes, go ahead. And uh, I got a, a headlamp and I got a flashing beacon. And we went out in the night and we did a mile and a half for my teenagers who are 13 and 14. And so get your, get your family involved. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a sole fitness uh, goal. Do it for the entire family. And then for E, for empowerment, you know, empower yourself through your, through your um, diet, you know, change your diet. Um, Deneen is much more, um, yeah, my, you know, influential on this than I Deneen, am. She's a fitness, she's a fitness one. But, but you, 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 you lost fitness. 70 pounds, right? I lost 70 pounds. Yes, oh I goodness. did. Yes, I did. That's fantastic. And, uh, it was, I actually lost it through Weight Watchers, and I ended up becoming, um, um, I ended up working for them as a wellness coach for them for five years. I've now stepped off and doing my own thing and with with uh, nutritional information because I, I think the same thing with the life, uh, the acronym, it's the same thing. You have to love yourself. You have to get the best foods into yourself. Those foods can provide astronomical, extreme nutrition that can actually lower, you know, lower risk for any for uh, diseases disease. or mm-hmm. um, it can give you more energy. It can, and it also tastes delicious. So it's, you know, you also want to um, invest, invest in certain tools that you have, you know, like kitchen tools. Uh, you can, you know, invest in a food processor or a blender or anything like that. And um, you can also, which is also investing in yourself and invest in your family. You want to you want to give those foods to your family that makes them feel better, that doesn't make them lethargic when they go to school and get sleepy. You want to give them those foods that, will keep them more focused, will keep them high energy and um, keep them, you know, aware and alert and not make them, you know, um, lag and and drag. Uh, You also want to give them empowerment. You want to, whatever you want to empower them, you want to take them to the grocery store, you want to 
shop around the uh, quarters. You want to give them, show them different vegetables, show them where they, you can make it fun, where, the, where do the vegetable, uh, vegetables uh, come from, where, you know, where, uh, where, which region do they come from, how do they grow, you know, do they grow on trees, do they grow through the ground. You can also um, empower them, because for me, knowledge is power. And once you right. know certain things, for me, once you know better, you do better. That's my slogan. Did they give you that earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So when you go to the grocery stores, turn that packaging around so you know what you're putting into your body. So all the information is on the back. So if you look at that information, it's, it's, it's and it's a you know a hundred or you know a hundred different ingredients in there. Know what those ingredients are before right. you give them to your children and, and before you put them into your body. Right. And so, not, like I said, knowledge is power. So once you know. What, what, what was your trigger that decided, you know, that helped you decide to, to, to make, make the change? When, when you were losing weight and you're like, okay, here, I'm, I'm just going to do something. I'm, I'm going to change my life. Right. What, what, what was it that that one factor? Because we, we all, like, I do it every day. I'm like, man, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> I can't. That's why you got to grab a partner. Right, they will encourage you to go. They will encourage you to go. It started. It's funny. It started with my my friend's wedding. I wanted to, you know, she she's a beautiful. I knew she was going to be a beautiful bride, and I, you know, and I wanted to, kind of, you know, I'm like, I wanted, I wanted to look good. I did. I wanted to look okay. good. That's, that's how it I, started. I, I, I wanted, I wanted to look good. So that kind of encouraged me to go into. Um, uh, step foot into a Weight Watchers. And what I did like about Weight Watchers, what I loved about them, because it was their own food. There was mm. no packaged food right. or anything. It was your own food. Okay. And so that basically, I always loved to cook, but that gave me a lot of uh, a, a great challenge to keep my, uh, because they, they, they work on points. It was to keep my points low. How right. could I get really good nutrition, fill myself up, and keep the points low? Okay. And that made, it, that made it fun. And then it, it began for me, to where it wasn't about points anymore. It was about more healthy mm. foods okay. because you got a lot of uh, low point foods back, you know, in the in the in the uh, in the Weight Watchers um, 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 uh, foods. Uh, there are a lot of low point foods, but might not be uh, you know healthy. So you still want to look at the back of nu- your nutrition. But what I love about it is that they give you towards the the uh, the um, the the fruits and the vegetables, okay. because those are the ones. You, there's no packaging; they're all natural. Right. So all natural. you want all natural, all natural. Okay. So, wow, we. Uh, I like to do this segment where we get everybody in a little bit, but um, won't everybody remember life, love, love, investment, family empowerment? You know. So, uh, and what you guys are talking about, along with some exercises, eating right, you can reach your goal. You know, so, but we want to get back to uh, a joy, and we're gonna get back to you guys as well. Uh, joy, I mean, I know your kids. I, I know what you guys are doing. I am fascinated about James and Jack. I I, I think that, uh, that they are they're twins. Uh, they on this TikTok. Ray, Ray mentioned that a few minutes ago. Yeah. But a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of people might not know, they are uh, for as track and field. I think James is number two in the country, and Jack is number three in the country, something like that. I mean, in the in, in the events. That, tell us a little bit. How did you instill that in? Well, from a young age, you're talking about uh, fitness, and obviously with lupus, it's a it's a battle because it, uh, early on they were. Um, putting me on uh, pregnisone, which is steroid, and battling that. Um, so with the boys, early on we did Mommy Me Fitness, things like that. And, and all three boys loved track and football and basketball. But one of the um, passions James and Jack had was uh, dance. And so you were talking about uh, before, Michelle, you were saying with uh, the phones, put the phones down. They found a way to use their phone and fitness because they dance on TikTok and they became popular creators and they're members of the hype house in LA. So besides their pole vault and throwing, they do these 15 second little video clips, but to get to that video clip, it's hours of choreography and dancing and dancing. And I'll watch them outside with their light set up and uh, putting these videos together. And I think they do more fitness in that than any sport they've ever, ever done. So, uh, they're enjoying that. And, uh, their TikTok 
famous, I guess is what you would call they're, it. They're, they're TikTok superstars. They got check mark beside their name. Yeah, so I, mean, they, that's, that's, I had an opportunity to see them on, on the Today Show. <laughs> right. And uh, I think they was on Entertainment uh, Tonight. Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment Tonight uh, recently. Recently, yes. Yeah. So, so this Hype House has um, about 20 influencers, TikTok influencers, and some of them do YouTube and um, TikTok, they use social media platform and they do different videos. And James and Jack and another set of brothers, they are known for their dancing and choreography. So, so, so we are certainly looking forward to having them on. Ray and I are going to do a youth segment real soon. But I, I want to thank each and every last one of you guys. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Uh, this was very entertaining, and I know that uh, our audience are really enjoyed this. Remember. Love, investment, family empowerment. If you want to know a little bit more about what we were talking about, you can buy my book anywhere where books are sold, Amazon, Kinder, Barnes and Nobles. Uh, uh, it'll give you a little bit more detail what we're talking about. Yeah, and if you want to find out about the No Better Do Better, she tried to steal my whole, whole <laughs> swag on there. But that's my thing, No Better Do Better. And I'm Ray Leonard Jr. at RayLeonardJr.com to find out where I'm speaking at and all the different things that's going on. So, so this has been great. So until... Next week, Ray, it's your life. It's your life. You got to sing this thing out. James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.